You ever just wonder about the small things in life? Like, who invented the zipper? And how did anyone get the idea for high heels? I mean, who looked at shoes and said, mm, they'd be better with spikes? Hi, my name is Chrissy Talent, and I don't know about you, but I have those kinds of questions all the time. And on this program, all the small things, I will be answering those questions and sharing the histories behind some of the small conveniences of our lives. Hopefully, we will all come out with a greater appreciation for the human innovation that surrounds us. But at the very least, it should give us something interesting to talk about at dinner parties. Speaking of dinner parties, let's talk about the wine glass, a drinking container unlike any other, since it is made specifically for wine in order to enhance its flavors. And if you think the glass doesn't matter, Try drinking wine in a coffee mug in front of a wine fan because it will drive them up the wall. Anyways, how did this special glass develop? Well, before wine glasses were invented and widely used, people drank wine out of a variety of containers, such as clay bowls, goblets, and animal horns. The design of the wine glass as we know it, with the bowl, the stem, and the base, first appeared in Venice around 1400. The oldest surviving European wine glasses with a stem and a base are enameled goblets from around that time period, so that's how we know that. The long stem that we know of may have originated in the Catholic Church, which used cups with long stems that allowed priests to easily lift the chalice up for the entire congregation to see. The stem eventually became an important part of the design for practical and not just aesthetic purposes. Holding a wine glass by the stem helps the wine to remain at its optimum serving temperature, whereas holding a glass by the bowl heats up the wine and therefore affects the flavor. Glass blowing techniques developed a lot in the next few centuries. Clear glass was invented in the 1450s, and when the English joined the glass making game in the 1600s, they developed ways to make glass stronger and, most importantly, sparkly. But in the early 1700s, wine glasses were stemless and about the size of a modern day shot glass. The upper classes generally did not hold or pour their own wine. Rather, the glass was handed to them by a footman or valet. By the end of the century, however, people were pouring their own wine, and the stem had made a comeback. The reason glasses were so small was due to a glass tax that was repealed in the 1800s. Since then, wine glasses have slowly but ever so surely grown to the size we use today. Over time, people discovered that slightly different designs of the wine glass would change the flavors of the wine. And so certain designs were better for certain types of wine than others. For example, today, red wine glasses are generally wider to allow for more surface area and more air exposure, which allows the red wine to develop its flavors better, whereas this isn't needed with white wine. So white wine glasses are generally narrower. And champagne, due to its carbonation, is served in a flute so it doesn't go flat faster. So, the next time that you're at a dinner party that threatens to slip into awkward silence, raise a glass for the glass, be thankful it isn't an animal horn, and remember, hold it by the stem, not the bowl. 
I'm Chrissy Talent, and thank you for listening to All the Small Things on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And if the history of the wine glass doesn't help you at parties, then tune in next time to learn about the history of that wonderful invention, the pen.